and welcome to the news podcast i'm brad and i'm jeremy jeremy this is episode 180 and before we get started jeremy i do have we do have some things to say right to our audience yeah um we've been doing this podcast since april 2nd 2017 yes so five years we've been bringing you deuces galore five years it's been over five years (laughs) we've been bringing you deuces galore yeah um and it's not that we're sick of podcasting because we like podcasting we just want to move forward and do some other shows and some other stuff we have some creative ideas that we want to get out and uh we just can't do them when we're tied to um forcing you to listen to us talk about sequels not that we don't enjoy doing this because we do oh very much uh, we wouldn't be doing it for five years if we didn't. Uh, so that is our little tidbit that we'll be ending at episode 200. We thought it would, would be Flight of Fancy, yeah. you would say. Yeah. Is, the way we um, release episodes, it yeah. could be year seven before. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Just like how Wendy the Realtor sells. No, stop. Sells. <laughs> stop. Sells houses. We make one comment about a minor character and in, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a movie of this. In oh a movie God. that we're we're doing. Yep. Let's talk about what we're doing. Oh so it is my choice. Uh, we decided, and I decided, to do Neighbors Two: Sorority Rising. Why did I choose this movie? No clue, except for the fact that I was trying to find a movie that was kind of underrated and had a sequel that was well, good, and if not as as well as the first movie. Yeah. So I came across, and I'm not seeing... You've not seen Neighbors, have you? Have you? No, it was um, one of those movies that I thought would be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but you would catch on, I don't know. Yeah, but it was not, I was not Friday. in a rush to go watch it, no. and I just never got around to seeing because it. Because it's, it's that Judd Apatow kind of feel. Yeah. The, you know, not Saturday Night Live movie, but like Saturday Night Live movie, mm-hmm. where like Judd Apatow now became kind of the mantle of... Of those pieces where it became um, comedy, but kind of has some gross not comedy, but has some heart. Yes, it, yeah. Right? And um, and and people that came from that um, definitely. This is the same director as um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall and the upcoming Bros movie with uh, Billy Eichner. Nice. Um, and the uh, the writers of Cohen and O'Brien, not Cohen and O'Brien, Cohen. <laughs> Andrew J. Cohen and Brendan O'Brien, who uh, who wrote who wrote the first movie, and uh, wrote Mike and Dave need a wedding date. Oh yeah, yeah. so um, I kind of enjoy them, um, and this just is kind of like a stacked cast um, before and even after when they were really big, and yeah. it seems to be where a lot of these movies kind of fall flat on their second outing. And even their first outing, sometimes I don't find them as funny. Yeah, um, super bad. Uh, I'm not saying I don't like super bad. I'm just saying they, there's no sequel to super bad, right. and I don't think we need one. Yeah, do you know what I mean? There's just certain reasons why either you don't do a sequel to these movies, or you do do a sequel to these movies. Yeah, one of them is cash grab, and the other one is maybe you want to see where. Your characters go. I, I feel like Book Smart is about as close to like a spiritual successor. A spiritual, yeah. To Superbad. Superbad? Yeah. Correct. And in a way, this kind of has that same feel in a way. Because now we're dealing with a sorority instead of a, the fraternity. So now that's kind of the only thing that really is kind of different. Because they're still pregnant. Right? 
We're talking about Seth Rogen. They they had their baby in the first one. Right, but they're but they're now pregnant again. Yes. Sorry, I don't mean the they're still pregnant. After all these years, they're still pregnant. Yeah, they're still doing they're pregnant the again. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we're pregnant again. We're now living we're still living by a house that's becoming a, a nuisance for, you know, the Greek, you know, college for fraternities and sororities are concerned. Um so this doesn't it shouldn't work. But for some reason, this movie does. And it makes me laugh really hard. Oh, yeah. There's many moments of this movie. I thought, man, this movie's going to be dumb. It's going to be It's gonna be slow. It's going to be stupid. It's going to force the jokes on us. Yes. There's many times where it just, either they got the right take, or the right words were written, or the right performer, and it works. Yes. And me. it had, like, the right duration. Like, sometimes you get these movies <laughs> where you're like, Jesus, this scene is going, going on, on forever. forever. Yeah, and it does like the right amount of it knows when to 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 cut, cut it away. off, or if it's going to go long, like at mm. least keeps the energy up. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah, so I I thought thought it, they did really well with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it's funny because it has a a real good mix of like people who, um have been in the business for a while doing comedy mm-hmm. and also people who were more up and coming. Like you said, um, as an example, this is, this is Beanie Feldstein's first theatrical movie. Um, same thing with, um, Booksmart, who we, who we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same thing with Aquafina. Yeah. Joey Hill's her... sister. Yes. Yeah. Aquafina's yeah. in it. Yes. Yeah. And it's her <coughs> first, her first screen, mm-hmm. you know, uh, picture and so, but like you have a lot of classic people, <laughs> right? The first movie, Gerard Carmichael, is in yes. it, so he's in this one too as well. Yeah, not a lot, but not a lot, it. but he's in it and he's funny when he is. But up and uh, up and coming, then you have the people who are not who have established their work, like Seth Rogen, yeah, uh, Zach Avron, Rose Byrne are our top three yes. bills. And let me tell you, like, um, as much as like, like I'm impressed by by Zach Avron. I'm more impressed by Rose Byrne. Yeah, she's the funny. comedy duo. I don't know why I would ever say the comedy duo of of Rogan and Byrne, but them two together yeah. are just magic. Um, I think they are. I don't oh, know yeah. about you. Uh, no, I agree. It's just funny. Well, and and even like um, I'm not a honestly not a big Ike Barinholtz fan. Oh, he was right, on like right. Mad TV and everything back in the day, and like he he's funny enough, but like I just that never wasn't Brooks my... Willen. No, not Brooks Whelan. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was Brooks Whelan at first. I don't who, know why. Who, Ike Barinholtz? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, I always yeah. think it is. Uh, no, although Brooks Whelan should be in more stuff. I guess. Um, but Ike Barinholtz, like, I'm not usually a big fan of his. Um, and honestly, I think this might be the my favorite thing I've seen is him it in. because he's not in it as much, or when they do, they use him correctly, they use him quickly. Well, he's got that. Of... He's got that, the over-the-top humor that he also has is doing in the right. Like he's, he's, they're measuring it out just right. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like a thing that's going on for three hours. Yes, it's not taking forever. Um, and he has a scene that he interacts with Beanie Feldstein, <laughs> and like you can just see that the two of them play off each other so well. Oh, it's so fucking funny. Like mm-hmm. it's a great. I. It was very... Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Our cast also includes Hannibal Burgess from the first movie. Yeah. He played the cop or 
uh, the officer, Officer Watkins, uh, who later uh, Gerald Carmichael decides to be a, a cop too. So yeah, uh, in in this movie, uh, Lisa Kudrow she shows up. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer, for some reason, shows up. Um, I don't know why that was a big because there's like this really weird. He's hidden from the camera, so it's a cameo kind of moment. And I don't know why that was like that. It just seemed it seemed like that scene was supposed to be more important than what it came off as. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I don't care unless he's in the first movie. We don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's just. I, I think know. it was just supposed to be like mm-hmm. she played it up in another scene mm-hmm. about how strict he was. And how like controlling oh, okay. he was gotcha. and all and this stuff, a, a and it shows up, and you're like, "Uh oh, this is gonna be something." Right. And he's just like, "I love you," and you're growing up. You're growing you know, up. it's like this very like weird touching. Me. And I think he just probably wanted to be part of it well, and have fun. I'm not fun. saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying well, that was odd. Kelsey Grammer and Chloe Grace Moretz both did a lot of things with Thirty Rock. Oh, okay. And so I'm sure you know who knows if they met through some of hmm. that or mutual contacts through that, but like. It seems like uh, they both are the kind of people who mm. could have a lot of fun with a role, and so I'm sure they played around yeah. and with uh, all coming that. up before he was really big. Billy Eichner too, mm-hmm. um, as uh, the, one of the realtors. Uh, we have the couple that is uh, checking out the house, played by Abby Jacobson of uh, Broad City, yes, and um, Sam Richardson of Veep and uh, D- D- Detroiters. Yeah, I want to assume. Uh, Broad City is a show that Hulu makes me want to. It tries to get me to watch it every time. All the time, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what. Like, I finish. And it's always when I finish a series. It's like, you just finished Fringe. Would you like to watch Broad City? <laughs> no, I don't. You just finished, like, 12 years of, of being lost on an island. Yeah. Would you like to watch Broad City? No. Yeah. And I always go, get it. Get it before it turns into Broad City. Yeah. There's some. There's Not some. Broad City is bad, but I'm just saying. There's some Gossip Girl show that it always. It tries doesn't to, do you. It always tries to force me to watch, just because I got done watching like four episodes in the you know in a row of. Is it, is of, it Gossip Girl? No, it's something else. Is it Secret Circle or something. I don't. Yeah, it's I, It just because I watch four episodes in a row of Grownish. Does not mean <laughs> that I want to tune into Gossip Girl. Thank but you, again, but no, like, thank you. If I'm watching like all of Parks and Rec. And yeah. then like, would you like to watch Broad City? I get that little yeah. offbeat, whatever. You know what I mean? But like, if I just if I just finished six seasons of 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 a uh, uh, a science teacher, yeah, cooking crystal meth, and then then they're like, would you like to watch Broad City next? Yeah. No, I would like to calm down. I don't really want to watch like Better Call Saul yet, let alone, you know. Yeah. Broad City. Anyway, I, I digress. Uh, stacked <laughs> cast. Do we have a plot synopsis, Jeremy? We do. So bear with me here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's the, the laugh track for that? Anyway. Because you made a joke. Two years after the... I really didn't. Two years after the event <laughs> of the first film, Mac and Kelly are trying to sell their home with the, uh, before the arrival of another baby. Buyers are lined up, but their realtor tells them the house is in escrow for 30 days. The buyers will check in every, every now and then to make sure everything is okay, which seems just like a formality. Little do they know, a group of young women, tired of the Greek system, is starting their own sorority next door. 
Both groups seek the help of ex-neighbor and former frat boy Teddy Sanders, who played by Zac Efron, who is having his own struggles with growing up. Mm-hmm. There you go. Hooray! Right. You've been deuced, so uh, what are we... Oh, <laughs> joke never gets old. Uh, <laughs> a budget for 35 million box office. 108.8 million. That's a hit. That is a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. It says Parenthood versus Sisterhood. Could be a tagline for this movie. Very yeah. much so. Um, and uh, like we said, it's just stacked cast. I don't know where to go with this. Um, there's a lot of fun moments in this movie. Yeah. That um, include the... I think the girls are really good in this movie, too. Yeah. I think we need to talk... Well, let's talk uh, about Let's talk the sorority half of the story. Yeah, the sorority half of the story, they're fine. They're, yeah. they're the more uh, inexperienced group of actors, you yes. Um Not saying much because they are up way up and coming. You know, these are people who, you know, within two years from this movie will hit big, you know, with with Crazy Rich Asians, you know, Booksmart. Yeah. You know, all, these, all this stuff. So. Yeah. Um, Ladybird or friend and Ladybird. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the the whole premise is um, that uh, they're an escrow. They, they go to well the 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 girls go to oh, college, yeah, yeah. Um, and it starts out with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz's character is at the uh, she's like at a sorority. Mm like rush party thing mm-hmm. um, where everybody is, you know, it's, it's the stereotypical, they're pretty princesses mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody's sweet and they're all wearing like uh sweet life of Zach and Cody because uh, 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 Gomez is there. Yes, mm-hmm. she is. Um, there you go. It's weird seeing her in this as like a sorority, a sorority, uh, sorority president. Yeah. As compared to her in Only Murders in the Building, when she's she's so emo. Because she's so emo. (laughs) Um, No, but the... uh, So Shelby... Nice beats. (laughs) Shelby, who is uh, played by Chloe Grace Moretz, Mm. goes to this party, and she's watching how they're all coming together and whatever, and she's... It cuts back, and she's smoking a joint, and they're like, you have to put it out. Put it in the cup. You know, like, we don't allow drugs or alcohol here. And they're like, What? And she says, um, well, sororities can't have parties. And uh, she's like, wait, what are you talking about? But there's parties all the time. They're like, well, fraternities can have parties. No, is this true? It is true. It is true. I mean, well, you were in a fraternity. It, it's true. It's true because of this. Here's here's the deal. Um, the sorority system is overseen by something called the Panhellenic Council. The what? The Panhellenic Council. Okay, what's that? Uh, it's just like an overarching, like, uh, they kind of set rules and coordinate things for, like, sororities mm-hmm. and whatever else. Um, so the sororities, the rule is, so there's nothing against them having parties, mixers, those kind of things. The rule, though, is that they can't have uh, Panhellenic Council forbid sororities from having uh alcohol rangers yeah Yeah. alcohol or or drugs or anything like that they're banned in those houses whereas like overarching greek systems uh for like the fraternities don't put that qualification on there it's more left up to universities like where i went 
it was a dry campus. Mm. Uh, so as much as, you know, people followed that, um, it usually, like, we had a party house mm. that was off campus. Mm-hmm. And so everybody just went to the party house that you could walk to from the fraternity. So, but you couldn't have, even if you wanted to have something, you weren't supposed to have it at the sororities. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Gotcha. Go. Yeah, so it is a real, it's a real thing. They kind of, they, they make it sound like it. it's illegal or like something it, like, like that. Yeah, they it's... make it, oh, it's like like you're committing, you know, one of the ten deadly yeah. sins. Yes. By having a party. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But no, it's it traditionally so like, they try to hold them at. They decided they were going to start their own sorority. Where they could party. Where they could do it. In their way, because, and this and this is also very true. Like, so they went to a party and it was basically. Yeah. It was I just like that. a. You know, the girls the getting hose. treated like objects yeah. and, like, all the guys... It was a hoe party. There. Yeah. Which and, aren't they all hoe parties? Well, and they, they raised that point to Zac Efron, mm-hmm. where they were like... He's like, no. He goes, it's, it's you know, you have uh, CEOs and CEOs. Yeah, and it's weird and, like, that they raised... I don't know, because we, we've never seen the first one. If that, like, is a thing in the first one that he just doesn't realize when he's there. Or, or have we come a long way from, like... The American Pie movies where, where you know, there are, oh yeah, that is kind of weird that we would have all ho-themed parties. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's because a there's problem. Because there's a lot of inclusiveness in this movie. Yes. That seems very, growing up when we grew up, it's not something that you saw in these movies. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, they, we have two gay friends that decided they're going to... Um, to marry each oh, other. My fraternity was chock full of gay people. <laughs> but they're going to marry each other, and their and their fellow brothers are very supportive. Yes. In fact, there's it's not gay panic at all. No. There's not like oh. But that's also and that's only five of them though. Yeah. What's that? That's only like five of them. Though, right, right. Correct. But it's also like we're we're witnessing that. Mm-hmm. You know, which is something that uh, you don't really. It's not represented in, in movies. It, it's not like. Yeah. It was a thing back then, and I I can't speak for I can't speak for every fraternity, mm. um, but my fraternity as an example, and, and maybe it's just a product of the time too. We're talking like the late nineties or the two thousands, but uh, I'll give an example. Like I think even then, some stuff was starting to change. Mm. Um, I'll give an example. Even though my fraternity was chock full of people who came out afterwards. At the time, we only had one dude who was really brave enough to mm. to come out. Not you. Not me. No. No. Uh, but a, a close friend of mine mm. uh, was very brave and decided to come out. Uh, and, and he had told me, and then he eventually told everybody else. Mm. But he told everyone. Um, and then in like the meetings that we had, one of the guys... Uh, voted or put forth a motion to expel him from the house right for saying all this right and so then everybody else held held a vote to see if the guy who put forth the motion to exclude our brother who you know would be kicked out and they end up getting rid of that other guy instead right because he was betraying his brother right and they were like it doesn't matter you're our brother mm-hmm. you know like and it was Maybe they were weird with it, whatever, but like they were still like, Hey, you're our brother no matter what. Mm. And I was like, Yeah, now, guys. this person that get kicked out later on, yeah. did you know anything about him? Oh, I, I don't know if oh, okay. happened to him afterwards. Yeah. 
I just didn't know if he came out. No. Oh, okay. No, no. I I have seen, like, I think I tracked him down once, and it, no, he didn't. Just, you know, half of the other but, of us. But, I mean, we don't even have that, that conflict here. We just are yeah. there. Yeah. Which is so great. I like seeing yeah. that. Well, they also say that, I think they said that he didn't tell him until afterwards. Maybe I think it was so, at the end of... Probably towards the end. Yeah, so I'm interested to see... probably hidden. Like, it was probably yeah, like... I'm, I'm interested to see if they, like... Yeah, no, that's the thing. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. So the girls open their own sorority. Yes. So they, basically, they were like, what the hell? But they're interrupting the lives of, of well, our couple uh, next door. Yeah. So Shelby, she meets, um, she meets two other girls, uh, Beth and Nora, um, who are also like, this sucks. And so they go back. Mm-hmm. They go to their room. Oh yeah, forgot and about that. and they you know smoke a little bit. And yeah, get and then Kyle at. Mooney shows up from yeah. Ugh, Kyle SNL. Mooney, God, <laughs> you do not like Kyle Mooney. No, I do not. Why do you not like? Kyle I Mooney? despise Kyle there Mooney. That, I no, don't. Honestly, there are people that do don't like Kyle Mooney. Yeah, they don't get his comedy. I don't understand it. Um, I don't. There's... It's not even that. Like you know, I like absurdist humor and things like that too. I don't know. It's just something about it. Like I love some. You know me. I laugh at some yeah, agreed. really strange things. Yeah, but even more he, than me. Yeah. But for some reason with him, just it rubs me the wrong way. And I, do yeah, I don't know why. Know, but we're not going to get into yeah. that. Um, but he, he works and does comedy and goes out there and I don't do that. So Correct. Good for him. Correct. And he's in know. this movie. And uh, he does his part, right? Yeah. He, he plays, you know, it's a funny enough, I guess. Mm, he's the, not uh, that much. Um, but... So they go and they decide to start their own sorority uh, and go to this house. Well, uh, Zach Efron is there. He has a, he has kind of a bad day. He runs back to the, the fraternity house because that's mm-hmm. where he's happiest. Oh, tell him why he has a bad day. Yeah. Because so, his friend yeah. like, just decided that he was going to marry his Yes, yeah, so they, they have a poker night. Yeah. And, uh, Which we just we just said that. Yes. But then he, uh, his friend says, well... When are you going to move out? Because we kind of yeah want, want to move. And he's here like, oh, I, th- I thought together you were because out. we're engaged. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I thought maybe I'd live here with you guys. Yeah. And uh, go ahead. And he said, I, th- you know, I thought we'd live here together. And mm-hmm. he goes, well, yeah, but like that, eventually we want to have like, you know, maybe a baby in that room. <laughs> he's like, well, a baby's real tiny. Like it's only takes up like a shoebox worth of space. Like I can. Yeah, you know, we could both be in there. And they're like, dude, you need to find a new place. And so he uh he tries to stay calm, but he goes running. He just needs to get out of there. And he runs all the way back to the fraternity house then to uh, you know, where he was happiest, I, I think was the point of it. So he goes back there. Oh, can I also say that yeah. McLovin was one of the um Yeah, Christopher Mint Platts. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was also I mean, one of those. I not in this that much. No. They were in the... He, I think he and Gerard Carmichael were in the first one. I think, well, yeah, they were too. But. Um, but it's just like a lot of those movies where like you give a nod to the first one and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but the girls are there. They say they're not going to be able to afford the house. Um, and he's kind of in the shadows. And it's just like, hey, you can afford it. Start a sorority, get, um, you know, pledges who had to pay their dues, you know, throw these parties, this and this. Here's how you make the money. And he basically talks through it. 
And uh, they're like, oh, cool. You know, can, well, can you help? And he's like, yeah. Because he just wants to feel valued at that point. Mm. Uh, and so he's like, yeah, I can, I can help. So he goes through. He uh, Basically, they start the sorority. In the meantime, the other side of the story is that uh, Mac and Kelly, so Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne, find out they're pregnant again. Uh, so they decide they're going to sell their house because they need more space um, with another baby on the way. So they have a place. They buy it. They have people who come in and say, yes, we want to buy your house. Um, you know, we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the new like, buyers. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, the new buyers no, are like. Escrow. You know yeah, you're an escrow, escrow for 30 days. So mm-hmm. where the other people can back out and have inspections and everything. They're like, well, wait. So can we back out of our new house because mm. of escrow? And they're she's like, I told you guys, no, you said do it no matter what. And so you waived that. And I tried to explain it to you and you just nodded along like you didn't actually understand, just <laughs> like you're doing now. And they're just kind of like nodding. Like, don't you feel like Rose and Roseburn and, uh, and Seth Rogen, their characters belong together? Yes. Like you're just like, they perfectly found each other. Yes, they did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, and it's like we're past the whole, you know, a rom-com-ness of, of, of it. And we're just yes. to the whole, you know, like war against the roses of, uh, you know, the neighbors against the neighbor. Yes. You know, we're, yeah. you know. War of the Roses, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so they're, they're just like, well, we have to just, and it doesn't seem like it'll be a problem. 30 days, no no issues, and they can drop by. And then they see the new neighbors moving in, mm. and, like, Zach Efron basically kind of threatens them because mm. he's like, I have, a, I have a police record because of you. And uh, he's like, oh, you'll see. You know, you'll you'll see, you'll see me again. Me. You'll see me again soon. Yeah, he goes, uh, he goes, they're like, what are you doing? Like, what are you talking to me? He's like, oh, you'll find out real soon. Yeah. And then the party starts, <laughs> and they go over there, there, and he shows up. He goes, well, I guess it's real I soon. I guess it's real soon. And Roseburn goes, what are you talking, talking about? about? I said, you'll find out real soon. Well, now is real soon. And she goes, I think all that's happening just in your, <laughs> in your head. head. <laughs> he was like, what are you talking so about? But it's like, uh, it's no. funny because it plays on those tropes of like where people are having a conversation yeah. and they're in one place and the conversation well like, now there's somewhere. It, it just it's almost like I'm the star of my own show over here. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what are you talking about? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's a great line. So, so they kind of go to war. Um, yeah, with them. Yeah. Back and forth. Just yeah. like the first movie. Yeah, just like the first one. Um, the girls are... They, they, and it's funny because like um, they talk about a party and they're just like we don't want to do things this way because these parties are always you know trash and he's like well that's not true we had uh, you know guys and hoes or we had uh, CEOs and CEOs uh, Boise boys and Idaho's yes one of the parties and so she's like yeah but all of those the women are always hoes and he goes wait no, it's not. Oh my god! Right. Oh my god! Like he there's, realizes, like that's terrible. There's also like there's a party where they have where they they're they're all dressed as their favorite female, yes. like empowerment person. Yeah. And someone's like someone's Oprah, and they're like, "Where's the beer?" 
and Oprah's like, check underneath your chair, you get a beer, you yeah, get a beer. Everybody gets beer. And like even even Zach Efron's like yeah. dressed in drag. Who is he? Like Clinton? He, he, yeah, they go, um <laughs> they go, hey, Hillary Clinton, like one of them's dressed as because uh, it's all strong like women, that's the, the theme. And so one of them is uh Joan of Arc. Mm. And she's like, Pass pass me the weed, Hillary Clinton. And she goes, Wait a minute. Do you mean me? Uh, first lady Hillary Clinton and somebody else goes or do you mean me uh, it's Aquafina yeah. or do you mean me state senator state senator you know Hillary you Rodham mean... Clinton and then Zac Efron goes or do you mean me president, president Hillary Rodham Clinton presidential candidate Hillary Clinton yeah and so well and it's like think of what it was coming out it was like 2016 she was yeah, probably but, like, but, what, but why I'm bringing this up is because I think it's like it's almost like his character is getting in touch with his feminine side in a way and going you know what? Yeah, we were kind of a little bit like uncalled for what we did. Yeah, uh, you know sometimes, you know, like where he even goes in this house. Yes or no means no, and yes means yes. Whereas the other house, it's like yeah, it's a, a sign that says no means yes. No means yes. Yeah, right. Where it's just it's very like where it's almost like he's learning and he has to learn in a way. Well, he and um and I love that. I think he starts to think about things differently. He starts taking care of them right. a lot, in a, and like in a way, like a dead mother. Yeah, and so they everything's going well, and they're like the two sides are fighting, but at one point, they are seriously out of money. Well, they, um, yeah, they're seriously out of money, and so they're like, "Well, what are we gonna do?" They said, um, "We're going to." Uh, they find out like Ike Barinholtz's character has bed bugs, and so they're gonna have to like tent their house. So they take all those bed bugs and throw them in the neighbors, throw them in the sorority, so that they have to tent it up. Uh, so that like when the the uh, escrow folks come by, they don't see anything. And so uh, the girls lose a bunch of money, and so their plan is to call the cops on a bunch of people to get them busted for selling weed. And then they're going to get weed and sell it themselves so that they can corner the market on it and get tons of money. And Zach Efron's like, guys, you can't do that. That's like way over the line. That's, you know, not a good idea. And he starts kind of like lecturing them. He's like, young ladies, you need to listen to me about this. <laughs> and starts kind of like, he's, he's, trying to help them but he's also you know trying to be like stern almost fatherish with it and they all vote for him to leave and so they kick him out so then he goes and helps seth rogan uh and rose Byrne, and then kind of yeah. you know almost becomes part of their family well they're uh, they're uh they decide they're gonna sell a bunch of weed to but they're gonna well, you can't do that he says uh, because everyone else is gonna be selling weed uh we'll just you know call those people in to the cops who will be the only ones selling weed yeah. at this big pep rally kind of thing. Yeah. So then they have a big uh, plan that they're going to steal the weed from them mm-hmm. so they can't make the money up Yeah. from, to you know... To, to, so that they can be... We'll so they be can be kicked out. Yeah. Um, and what, is, uh, what, is, what happens at that pep rally I think is very funny, very... um, And very uh, cast... How do I want to put this? 
the cast works really well together. Yes. Like very choreographed, but yes. like well together in a way that you're, you're just like, Oh, and it's not chaotic. You yeah. follow it very fine, but it's just like, I love it. And, uh, and you, I'm generally laughing at this movie. There's not a moment where I'm not like either smiling or laughing at this movie. Yes. Which sometimes is hard to say in these movies. Yeah. So I'm quite happy with it. Um, so it comes to find out that they take the weed and they burn the weed and then yep. they give the weed away. Um, yeah, go ahead. What were you going to say? Just that. Oh, okay. Um, but they, uh, so the girls decide they have to throw like a rager just to try to make up their money. And, uh, mm-hmm. because if they don't get it, they're gone in, cause then they spent the last of their money on buying the weed that they were going to resell. Yeah. So they decide like, Hey, we gotta, we're going to have to throw like a big party, but we're going to have to do it like the fraternities want, like where we're going to have to make it like a, a pimp up hose down mm-hmm. party, whatever, or pimps and hose party. That was one of the other ones he mentioned before. So they invite all these guys and they're like dressed in their, you know, in their skimpiest outfits and like wearing wigs and whatever, just to make themselves look, uh, you know, try to ultra feminize themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like basically like what they think that the fraternity guys want. Um, and so they have this party and, uh, they next door, they're trying to stop them at the same time. And so they're going to call the cops but they need to make sure a bunch of stuff happens first. So like they're trying to cut the power and mm-hmm. trying to like do all these other things. Yeah. Uh, so it, they're all kind of working against each other. Um, and there's some funny bits of stuff that are mm-hmm. going on and all of that. There's some funny scenes between Ike Barinholtz and Beanie Feldstein <laughs> who both drink punch. That's there. Never drink the punch. Um, and so they're, they're both really out of it, and uh, some somebody slipped something in the punch, so they're both really out of it. So they're playing off each other, acting with that, and uh, of course they're both very funny people. Um, some might have said Beanie Feldstein was a funny girl, but the uh, they not, both, not anymore. Oh, not anymore. They don't say that. No. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's I too bad. I don't. I don't want to tell you who they think is a funny girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's only been scheming at it her entire life. Um, no, but, but, but the, uh, so they go through this whole, uh, scheming back and forth. Um, they think things are about to go down and all of a sudden all the girls realize of the sorority realize, oh my God, this is not what we want from this party. They look over and like. Uh, the one guy is like spraying people with a hose, like for a wet t-shirt thing. And like, it's just nothing they would have wanted. And so they all decide, all the girls are like, I think I quit. And start leaving. And like Chloe Grace Moretz, they've said multiple times that like she did not really have friends growing up. That other kids at school didn't like her. And so she really treasures her friends. So she's trying to stop yeah, them. Yeah, her dad is Frazier. Yeah. Um, and her older brother, I assume, is Freddy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they're trying to... Uncle Niles? Is that you? She's trying to stop them. And so... Uh, the they're, uh, Next door, they're all like, Oh, man, like that's not what we wanted. You know, it's for them to lose friends. And so they basically poke their heads out and are like, Hey, knock it the fuck off, you know. And Rose Burns has this funny thing. She, Rose Burns ta- is talking to them about, like, you know, 
you know, it's the sororities wherever you guys are together. That's all it is. Mm. Um, and she even says, um, they're like, okay, tell us, like, tell us something profound. And she's just like, you know, it's this and this. And they're like, we need more than that. And she goes, you know what? When you get knocked down or I get knocked down <laughs> and I get up again, because nobody's going to keep me down. And they're like, oh, my God, that's so great. Did you make that up right now? And she's like, yes. yes. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, like they decide, okay, we're going to stay together. And the girls go and get changed. And they kick all the assholes out of their party. And so it's just them again. Yes, um, because they chumba wumbled them. Correct. They chumbled them right in the wumbas. Chumbled them right in the wumbas. You know, the, the band that came from a dream that they had where there were these like creatures where all the male ones were called chumbas and the female ones were called wumbas. So back to this movie. Yeah. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so back to the movie. Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> uh, back to this movie. So uh, they kick everybody out, but then uh, the sororities realize the other sororities realize, Hey, this is what we want. We don't want like, to be like second class in all of this. Like we want to be part of your yeah. sorority. And so they ditch the other one and all go to join them and they all pay their dues as they walk in. So now they have tons of money. And so, uh, even though it kind of screwed themselves over, at least like Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne were like, I think we did the right thing. Um, and the girls came over and were like, Hey, we have an idea. Mm-hmm. You know, these people may have backed out, but what if, you know, like, because now we have all these people and we will not have enough room. What if we also rent this house and, like, we can pay you, fi- like, three buckets of money a month? And they're like, five buckets of money. And they're like, perfect. Okay. <laughs> so they just have a bunch of cash that they'll get. So, yeah, they get, they pay them five buckets a month. Um, and so that's how they work it out. So they don't end up selling it. They just end up renting mm. the house to them. Uh, and then they, um, you know, go to their new house. Yeah. So screw that girl from Broad City. You don't and get a house. And there's a sweet moment. Try to make where, me watch your show again. There's a sweet moment where uh, Zach Efron. Yes. Like before he he gets mad at at Dave Franco because he's like, you know, I thought we were you know gonna be bros forever. You're not my brother. Like you wouldn't do this to me. My my true brother wouldn't do this to me. And uh, he was pissed at him because when he came out, he didn't tell him first. He told uh, Drod Carmichael, and he was just <laughs> like, "Well, yeah, because you know he was he was bi curious in college, you know, like he he understood more." And so, like, it was just became this big rift. So Zac Efron goes over there, and he uh, he basically tells him, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm sorry. Like, you're always going to be my brother, and I love you, and I'm really happy." For you and your fiance, and like I love you both. And oh, that's so, the kid from Scrubs 2.0. Which one? Dave Franco. Yeah, I know. I'm just joking. Um, but he ends up, uh, he ends up becoming a wedding planner because he's good at planning parties, but specifically he plans gay weddings. Because mm-hmm. um, they're like, yeah, it doesn't doesn't hurt that they want to fuck you. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> yeah, who knew? <laughs> so he uh, mm-hmm. he basically plays gay weddings. Uh, Do you know who Dave Franco's married to in real life? Who? Uh, Allison Brie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
crazy. Yeah. No, I did know that. They met at Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Yeah, weird. Weird. Yeah, very weird. But yeah. So everybody lives happily ever after. <laughs> yep, they got their house. Yes. No one's by them. Yep. They live happily ever after. Yeah. No signs of a uh, of a neighbor's part three. Do we really need it? No, I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't think we need it. I think they should have moved into next to an old folks' home. <laughs> and the old and, folks and are the, mad that the they're the home. young ones. Oh, that would be great. That's called neighbors super poopers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you've been deuced on that one. Uh, should we do our five questions? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, to do okay. What do you think is the best part of this movie? Well, I have a lot. Look, this cast is wonderful. I think this cast is stacked to the rafters. But hold on, I'm clicking my thing here so I can give you my answer. My answer, of course, is Wendy the Realtor. Stop it. <laughs> you didn't even remember her damn name. I did too. I had to like remember it to stall my brain from remembering it. COVID gives you foggy brain. It's the way it is, kids. All right. Um, look. There are a lot of funny people in this in this movie. A lot of people who later on will do funny stuff. But what I was impressed, well, I was laughed every time that she got to uh, put her guard down was Rose Byrne. I think. That, that, oh my god, she is hilarious in this movie. Yes, and it cracks me up every time. There's the um, crocodile Dundee scene. Yes, that will forever make me laugh. Well, like, and a lot of the the. The humor, it's so fast-paced. It's fast-paced. And that, it's up my alley. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because they don't, like, really, like, sit on it a lot where you're just, like... No. You know, like... They, there's a scene where they're, they end up spelling sorority. And she spells it, and she spells it, like, sorority. Yeah. And, like, and, and well, Seth Rogen goes, is the titty silent? Well, she goes... He goes... Uh, Zach Efron goes, there's no I in sorority. And and Southern goes, yes, there is. There's actually two. And she goes, there's not two. And he goes, yeah, on either side of the Y. <laughs> uh, or either side of the T. And the, she's like, no, there's not. And like Zach Efron's like, there's a, no, there's a U in there. And like nobody knows how to spell it. But she spells it sororitity. <laughs> He's like, sororitity? Is the titty silent? <laughs> it's like stuff I, but, uh, I think it's because that... it's stuff I expect from them. It, it, from them, but like from her, yes. You're like, thank God, someone's letting you do that. More people need to let you do that because you are funny, which I always thought you were. But I'm just saying, you're funny. Let it shine. Keep going, Roseburn. Roseburn, favorite part of this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, and I agree. Next to Winnie the Realtor. Oh my God, stop. Um, the it's really hard for me to like clarify like one thing that i really like about this like what my favorite piece is were you shocked uh, by it? were you shocked about how much you like this movie yeah because i was too i was like i thought i, I thought i would laugh at it yeah i didn't think i'd like laugh yes belly I, laugh. I cracked i belly laughed a lot and um i think like even in the the humor aspect of it um 
kind of like, I like the comedic pacing of it a lot. It's mm. hard to describe. It's like it was paced right, and the jokes were not overdone. Um, like, even when they stayed on something a little longer, like, from a humor aspect, like, it was broken down into, like, easily digestible parts. Like, it's a good movie just to laugh. You don't have to really be that deep into thought about it. No. Like, this, just they're laugh not, with it. They're not reinventing the wheel. This is another... Yeah. This is another comedy yeah. that's about, um, you know, being uh, in college. Yeah. You know, Animal House did this, you know, a yeah. long time ago. Uh, they'll continue to make movies like this. Yeah. Um, this this movie will rank up there, and the original probably will rank up there as probably the better of the fair of the movies. Um, um, and I'm surprised we don't get more from the sorority perspective because we always get from the the fraternity i think you have the added there's like an i think added, you're giving it now because we have like females comedians that are willing yeah. to do that well and and i think before you had two sides to it you had teddy zach efron and you had seth rogan and, and rose byrne so you had probably in the first one it's just two sides that are conflicting but this one, you really have three. You have, you have uh, uh, Rose Byrne and, and Seth Rogen versus the sorority girls, and then you have Teddy, who is with the the sorority at first, and then switches over to the others. Mm-hmm. Like so, you get a third side to that, and so yeah, I think well, it's technically like technically Teddy's with everyone. If you think about it, he's with the fraternity mm-hmm. at the, the beginning. He's with the sorority in the middle. Yeah. And then he's with the couple. I just count the fraternity as it is his piece of it. Just right, because they just don't they don't do the they don't do the fraternity they don't, without they're not him. Really in it that much, but yeah. I'm just saying that's where he starts. Look at the journey of where he's coming from. And that's to me where this movie is a little bit different than say and we have not seen the first one, but say even the first one, but Animal House. Yeah. Where Animals are not learning anything, right? Mm-hmm. At least they are learning something here. Mm. Like Teddy is learning something. Uh, Animal House, he's not. I don't even think they are learning that much in American Pie. I think they're just there for the ride. Yeah, they're there to be whatever. Yeah, gross out nineties. Yes, whatever. Which, again, it is. sometimes it stays too long on shit, and it stays too long. Yes, bits keep going that don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask. You, yeah, you... compared to this, compared to this movie with yeah. American Pie two. No doubt, this is a better movie. Oh, agreed, one hundred percent. Well, one hundred percent. Um, do you think this movie stands on its own? Oh no, absolutely not. No, I don't either. Although I will say, I think it's easy to pick up. We picked it up. I mean, yeah, like I, I'm pretty sure the um, I, I always kind of judge, especially with movies like this where I haven't seen the first part. Mm. Compare it to like um pitch perfect too right where i was like what the fuck is happening are they like meeting a bunch of people where you're like you know and there's some of that like had i not seen the the trailer for the first one i wouldn't know that hannibal burris was in the first one as Mm. well to pick up on the joke um but um i think like for the most part like i kind of what i don't think that's that big of a joke though no Right, you don't need to. Yeah. 
But hey, it's there. It's it extra. would be like if they had a super bad two and Seth Rogen showed back up as the cop. Correct. Seth Rogen like, and okay, Bill Hader gotcha. showed up as the cop yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, or Christopher Mintz-Plass was now a cop with them. Right. Um, but and, did change, and legally changed his name to McLovin. To McLovin, correct. Um, I'm also glad we're past McLovin mm. for a lot of things. That joke has since gone the way mm. of the millennial with our... Mm. Thank God. Um, so, but no, like, I think it doesn't stand on its own in by the virtue of, like... There's stuff that happens that I'm sure I probably missed, and I probably would have been like, oh my god, that's a thing from the first one. Right. But I was able to pick up and kind of just surmise from, like, they do a good enough job of just uh, expository dialogue, and a very, uh, very like, organic dialogue mm-hmm. Of telling me everything I pretty much needed to know, or like yeah. it kind of like insinuated. It doesn't feel it. like yeah. previously on. Yes, yeah. I didn't need to like recount it all at the beginning. Mm. So, yeah, no, I I thought it doesn't stand on its own, but it's okay because For they do reason. they do a really good job of like if you didn't see it, it's easy to figure out what's happening. You could jump on. Yeah, very much so. We did. Yeah. Uh, does this make you want to watch the first mm. one? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, very much. This so. is funny enough to make me go. Is the first one is this funny? Yeah, is the first one funnier? Is this is this one not as funny as I'm thinking or as I'm knowing? You know what I mean? So yeah. I question it a little bit. That's the damage we get from like doing a show like this. Yeah, is that sometimes we don't know the first movie. Yeah, so we don't know if we're just comparing this movie to what we know of a what we saw and b other movies in in the universe right. that we've seen as well. So and, I can't really compare it to the first one. Yeah. I can only compare it to well, like what well, like what I said. Yeah. College movies like American Pie or you know um Animal House or whatnot. Yeah. And going there, I can see a new generation and a new understanding and a new comedy filled yeah version of an old story. Yeah. And I like it. Well, and I think about like Again, I, I go back to, like, Pitch Perfect. Um, and I think part of the danger with the way we did this, and I think it's... Sometimes you get, like, we talk about how, like, sometimes the second movie, you don't need to build as much in the universe. You can kind of, like, mm. you've already laid the groundwork for a lot of humor. And so you don't really need to build on it as much. So, um, you know, if you're watching them in order, you might be like, oh, my God, that movie was hilarious. And then you watch a second one, yeah, and you're like, "Oh my god, it built even more on that." The danger in doing it the way that we are, where or we're kind the, of going reverse, like with Pitch Perfect, mm-hmm. there was some really funny parts in that movie where I'm just like, "Yes, this is hilarious," and, and whatever. But you go back and watch the first one, and you're like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> like yeah. it was it was funny, but they escalated the humor. And since I'm watching it the other direction, it's like, "Well, yeah, it's not as funny as mm-hmm. what I just watched." You know, I think that's the inherent danger with doing it in the way that we are here, watching the second one before the first one. And I'm wondering yeah, if that's going to hit. You could have gone the meta route with this, but it wouldn't have. I think it wouldn't have played as well. Yeah. Right. I mean, especially with Teddy, you could go the even more of a meta route than him just hanging hanging with the sorority. Yeah. But instead, you just have him in general, and I think that works. I think having like I think we get too much meta nowadays 
to where meta itself has become a genre and meta itself has been played out so many times that we know we know what's going to happen and we kind of it, it becomes it's almost like meta is the new dad joke okay yeah like hear me out like meta becomes the new dad joke when you're like watching a trailer and you're like oh i get it they're gonna do a meta joke right now and they do and then you roll your eyes yes like you just predict it right yeah and that's how i feel when i watched the clerks three trailer oh my god yeah um previously this week and i think that this is different and um and I think that the, the, it would, this would suffer if it was more meta. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I, I agree. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I agree with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, uh, why don't we move on here? Do Would you uh, reboot, continue, or cancel this? I'm done. I mean, we just we talked about. Oh, I guess they're in the old folks home. That was just a joke between us. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of done. Um, yeah. because I think that the diminishing returns aren't there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that they would be. I don't know. I just think the third one would not be as well. Yes. Done. Uh, I agree. I think it would be too much. At that point. At that point, yeah. Yeah. It, um. Yeah, I think it'd be too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you would, like you said, point of diminishing returns on that. Well, the kids are grown up a little bit. Yeah, more. like the only the only thing I could see is like a hassle. if it's if it's many years from now and mm-hmm. it's like their daughter is in a sorority or something like that. Right. But even then, is that really going to be that interesting? Like, you know. 18 years from or 15 years from well, now. Well, it's that, and, and how do you then put Zach Efron in? Because you would have wanted to put Zach Efron in. Yeah. You know, and so, I don't know. I don't know how you would do that. I'm surprised they did it here. But when they did do it, it, it worked fine. So, yeah, no. Um, I'm done. Yeah, I think this is a good place Within to good reason, I'm done. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hey, Mirage. Reboot, continue, or cancel? Uh, whatever. Just now talk. you don't want to talk. Okay. Now you don't want to talk. Now you don't want to talk. Oh. There. Oh, there you go. She said, "Reboot." You're horrible. You're horrible. <laughs> the. the uh, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, you're a cat. Hi, princess. Um. So no, I think that like, and with you, I think cancel. I don't really think you need to keep going. Not in a bad think, way. Cancel. Like no. Cancel no. Because this is a good place to stop. Yeah. Like you. If you keep going, you risk souring the whole batch. You know, like you're at that point, you're overdoing it, and it just taints everything else through that. So, no, I'm with you. I think this is a great place to stop. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good two pack. You know, enjoy these two movies, <laughs> two pack, and then be done with it. Double feature. Double feature. Um, sum up your experience in two words. Um, sophomore pass. I think this is the second one. So yeah. Sophomore. Uh, even though they're freshmen, um, I don't think it works. I think this passes for something enjoyable, something entertaining that you can be entertained with. Um, and it doesn't, I don't think it insults the audience um, to the point where um, some of the other movies I talked about did. Yeah. Like American Pie really insults 
the I don't think it holds up. Yeah, I think you have you'll have these social moments in these movies that are, are uh, I think will hold up, and so maybe that that will help. Yeah, with the the longevity of this movie. Yes. Yeah. As opposed to, say, American Pie. Yeah, agreed. So. Nope, I agree with that. Um, my two words will be. Um, hmm. Nope that that would come out wrong. Mm. I'm trying to think of like a good way to phrase something. Um. I think that. Uh, great comedy. I don't know how else to describe it. What like, great comedy? Well, I'm sorry. I get it. could be puns. Can we rewind it? My two yeah. words are great comedy. Great comedy. <laughs> uh, if next week's an action movie, can I say great action? Yeah, if you want to. Okay. I'm going to. I know you will. <laughs> yeah, because I made one comment about the fucking real turn. We talked about it ad nauseum. <laughs> Before we run, yeah. you're like, ah, what's the real well, name? Who the, cares? And the I go, synopsis. Wendy the realtor? She's amazing. The original synopsis I looked at was like, then the couple is coming and buying them. Jack and Tammy, and like it's going yeah, on with these Jack like and Tammy. details that are have no bearing to anything. What do you mean they have no bearing on them? It's like they are not it's worth pushing the plot they're along. Not worth learning characters. They are, names. We, we can learn. We can <laughs> learn to be more civil to Wendy. She's having a hard time. Look, it's an inflation out there. There's uh, prices are just crazy. Look, I'm I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, be nice to Wendy. Never. <laughs> so. Maybe um, the house is haunted. You don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. The no, Greek yogurt. Perfect. I love it. Go because it's Why? about the Greek system. Uh huh. And yogurt because it's Greek Yo- yogurt is thick. Yogurt. It's thick and flavorful, and the story is is very dense and thick, uh, and it's got tons of flavor to mm. it. And I love how you made fun of me. Why? Because that's how I talk. What do you mean? That's the way you talk. You know what you're doing. I know I don't. I really oh. don't. I wasn't trying to. Okay. That's what happens when you're together for 10 years. <laughs> start sounding like Start picking and sounding on. Yeah. yeah. Start finishing each other's. When we bought this house, Wendy the Realtor, she said. We did have a Wendy the Realtor. She was amazing. She was amazing. Um. Okay. She's, when you're married 10 years. Yeah. Or baby. <laughs> or nursery. You can have this. Or, um, or nursery. Look at this right here. It's a uh, <laughs> garbage can of fire. Or a nursery. If you guys are maybe want we, to adopt. Yeah. What are you trying to like give us your kid? <laughs> we had a great realtor. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. So I think that's it. Greek yogurt? Perfect. Yeah. Well, you've been doing on this one. You can find this movie. You can rent on uh, Amazon Prime, or you can watch it on Hulu on yeah. the FX app. I don't know if it is cut. Uh, I'm going to assume that it probably is for television. Do not watch it cut because there are some great cuss moments, uh, yes. cuss words, especially with Rose Byrne, that uh, will make you laugh so hard. Uh, so I suggest renting it if, if you can. Um, cause the way she says fuck is so wonderful. Yeah. Um, 
Other than that, where can people find us, Jeremy? People can find us at theducepodcast.podbean.com, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can find us um, on a um, really a lot of those podcatchers. Um, you can find us on uh, Facebook, uh, the same name, The Deuce Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can also find us on Twitter, at Deuce Podcast. There you go. Yep. You can find me at Coldwell Banker uh, helping Wendy with her tears from her realtor, from you making fun of her. Coldwell Banker? Coldwell Banker. Do they still have Coldwell Banker? I don't know. I was just getting ready to look. Are you looking that one up? Yeah. I don't even know if the Coldwell Banker real estate place is still going. (laughs) Yes, I think. Thank you. (laughs) All right. uh, uh, Next week, uh, make sure you have a pick, Jeremy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, make Ding, sure Wendy done. Okay, you got it. Yep. All right. Do you want to share it right now, or do you want? To... No. Okay. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, either way, I'll find a way to make fun of you. So I know. <laughs> remember, folks. Uh, episode one eighty-one, and we're counting down. And remember, the sequel is king. Oh, this is one eighty, not one eighty-one. One eighty. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe I just wanted to end it really soon. <laughs> You're just skipping numbers. <laughs> Next week, 193. Next week, 197. Three more episodes left. <laughs> Sequels King. Single ladies, I want to see your hands right now. Yeah.